0: It's got to be our main goal to put others before ourselves. And so our time and what we want does not always go together. So our time, and and we're stingy with our time, we want it our own way. We want, there's 24 hours in every day, and everybody's got the same time. It's how we manage that time, it's how we do it. I know, there's a saying does everybody know who Corey Timboom was? So if you don't, a lot of you don't. She was, her family was um, from Poland, and they was in the um, World War II with with Hitler. They was in all that, and so she she lived through the concentration camps and all this kind of stuff. And what very powerful woman of God. And I'm pretty sure it was her that I read that said if Satan can't make you, let's say how does she put it. Do what? If, she can't make you, if he can't make you, he'll make you busy. If he can't make you evil or if he can't make you sin, he'll make you busy, right? There's a gist of it to what she said. And that's what he's done in our day and time. He's made us busy. Why? Because we talk about it a lot. If he can get us to not be in the body of Christ in unity and as one as he's called us to and keep us busy with all these other distractions in this world, then the kingdom of God will not advance as it needs to and he knows that. Because his, he knows his time is short. He knows that it's coming soon one day. Jesus is coming back to redeem us and take us home, right? To gather us up and take us with him. And that moment in twiggling of an eye, he knows it. He don't know the day of the time, so he's working overtime all the time. All the time. To, 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 to destroy us mentally, physically, emotionally. Our families, ourselves. Make us a walking wreck all the time. So Jesus cannot be advanced in this world. That's what He wants. Satan doesn't want that. So He's going to take our time and make it about us. Then we get selfish. Can they not just call somebody else? Can they not do this, that, or the other? Can 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 they not just handle it themselves? We need to be there for other people, especially in this church, especially in the body of Christ. And we need to be ready to be there for those that are not in the body of Christ yet. Because there will be time to come to where they will call you, and you'll have an opportunity to witness to them and be there to serve them. And we need to be ready in every situation that comes along, just as Jesus was. Jesus was there. He stripped away and didn't care what people think about Him, did He? He didn't didn't care that they saw Him as a rabbi or a teacher or even Jesus, the, the Lord of Lords. He didn't care because he was here to serve. And he said, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to get in there and, and, and wash and clean your feet as nasty as they are. And I'll clean you up to where you can't say that anything, that Jesus was too good to do anything. He said, no, I'm going to dive in there and do it. Why? Because I'm here to serve. I'm here to do these things. And, and so it, it takes sacrifice. It takes sacrifice as Jesus did. He didn't care who was looking on there's a lot of times if we don't watch it, and I've I've got in this for too, talking to somebody, especially at work. Work is a, is a is a can be an odd place sometimes to where we witness, to where we're vocal about how how Jesus is Lord of our life, how we live our life. We can get caught up with different ones and say things and do things that they don't know who we really are, you know. And then they'll come to a point. You invite them to church. Say, so I can come to your church and then live how I want to. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're giving me? Why, why would they say that? Because they've seen how we lived. They've seen how we do. And, and so when it comes to a point and they say, you know, they they got some person they want to say, instead of a, hey, let's pray right now. You ever, ever been in that situation? And you know there's other people looking on? You don't want to do it. I've been there. I've, I've missed the opportunity to pray with people and for people. Because of who was looking on, because of what they would think about me, and what what is he doing? Why is he praying? Oh, just, he's just forcing God on them. He's forcing his religion. No, I'm not forcing Jesus on nobody. But if somebody comes and they and I can help them with prayer and pray for them, and there's been times that I have. I mean, I had a guy that that come him and this was a couple years ago. I and mean, his wife went through a divorce, and he come over to where I was sitting and. And just broke down. And I had the opportunity to pray with him right there. I didn't care who was around. And that's what he needed. But, you know, we've we missed so many opportunities because we don't have time to do it. We're in a hurry to go here, a hurry to go there, and, and all these kind of things. And then our, our pride gets in the way. Our comfort level gets in our way. And then Satan's right there and saying, I told you. I told you you wasn't strong enough to do that. I told you that you couldn't do the things you that you was preached on Sunday morning. You're not able to do that. You're not that person. And he deceive us. And then take that away from us. And the next time it comes up, if we don't get that out of our life, it's going to be just that much quicker we're not going to do it. Because what's well, ah, no, I don't know. And, and then we'll tell him our, our line is, and I and I say it, but when I tell you I'm praying for you, I do pray for you, okay? And and we'll say Hey, hey, I remember that in prayer. And then we go off and don't think about it anymore because that's the cliche Christian line. Hey, I'm praying for you. Hey, we're praying for you. Praying for you. That's that's good. And that does people good to hear that, but you actually got to do it for something to happen. You actually got to pray for them and spend that time in prayer for them. Pray for yourself. Pray for boldness. Because Paul tells us in Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. because we all know who we're called to be in this world, right? An ambassador, and we've, talk, and we've heard this and heard it, we know it, but an ambassador to another country is a representative of that country in a, different, in a different land, right? So he speaks. They speak for that land. We have ambassadors all over this world. And they speak for America and different nations and different, and different countries. They speak for us in those things. So we, as children of God, are called to be ambassadors for the kingdom of God. That means we, as children of God, have to rise up and speak what Jesus wants us to speak and speak about Him, right? And not quit, stop painting the picture of our Western civilization, church, and Christianity that we can do whatever we want and God's grace will just be cover us no matter what. And we can live as we want to. Because that's where we are in a lot of churches today that that we can live as we want to, and God will forgive me for it. And I know I messed up yesterday, but it will be okay. I'll just say I'm sorry. It's not where we need to be because if we had ambassadors for the U.S. going over there and saying and doing things that were contrary to America, they wouldn't be ambassadors for America long, would they? They would be escorted out. But yet, we call ourselves ambassadors for the kingdom of God and don't live as Jesus told us to for the kingdom of God. And so and this, hey, trust me. Like I said before, I get to hear this twice because I've got to write this all down. So God's 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 dealing with me on things also. So in Second Corinthians five and twenty, it says, "Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God." So God's working through us, speaking through us, through you, through your life every day for what you post on Facebook for what you post on Instagram or Snapchat or any other thing, you post all these things, you are in still ambassadors for Christ in social media. I'm not calling you to call people out and get into an argument on social media either. We have got to watch that. Remember who you are. There's different ways we can handle it. Sure, trust me, I've seen things during this past week I want to... But it ain't going to do any good. That ain't going to bring those people closer... In their relationship with Jesus. It ain't going to bring them closer to getting into the kingdom of God. It's not going to do it. Why? Because I worked out of the flesh instead of, out of the kingdom of God. I worked out of being an ambassador for Mark Carroll and what Mark Carroll wants instead of what God wants. And so we have to watch those things. And the same thing we do in our life every day. We've got to watch that. And, and it's not only in our jobs. Teenagers. Young adults that are in high school and college you got the same responsibility there. Same one. You've got the same ability to speak the Word of God and be ambassadors for Jesus and His kingdom in whatever school you attend as we do on our jobs every day. You're not excluded from this. Not at all. You don't have to be 21 and a legal adult to be an ambassador for Jesus. All you got to do is be in the kingdom of God. Jesus is the Lord of your life. That's where you got to be. And so, so don't let... You know, whatever's around you influence you. Adults also, because adults are easily influenced. It ain't just teenagers. There's peer pressure, but there's peer pressure at work. There's peer pressure on TV. There's peer pressure everywhere you turn. And it doesn't stop because you graduate high school or college, I promise. It's going to be there every day of your life. So we can carry the kingdom of God with us as ambassadors for him, serving others as Jesus served when we allow him to work in our life. Get ourselves out of the way, and and truly, truly know that that we are doing what He's called us to do. So don't 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 be deceived on things. Don't don't be uh, don't let the things in your life keep you from doing what God wants you to do. We can throw up excuses and excuses and excuses. I can't because of this. I would when I, I will when I get rid of this. I will when something changes here. I'll say something next time. There may not be a next time. There was a um a safety director at work. I don't know if I've talked about him yet or not, twenty six, going home here three or four weeks ago. I left the road, single car accident, dead. Twenty six years old. I just talked to him that afternoon. There may not be a tomorrow. There may not be something to where we can say, hey, I'll witness to them next time. Serving people needs to serve now, not tomorrow, not when we feel like it, not when we have time to do it. It needs to start now. And so, again, I'm not here bashing because of how we serve at the church, okay? I'm not. I'm not bashing you because you don't do nothing, you all need to do more, and you don't need to do this, that, and the other. I'm not. I'm preaching what God's taught, what's laid on my heart to preach this week, okay? We're leading up to Jesus being crucified in the ultimate act of service. The ultimate act, laying down his life for his friends, for us. And we need to be more conscious of that every day in our life. Jesus for us, served for us. We need to serve for him because of what he's done for us. So, you know, whatever we can do to help somebody take our time out, do whatever. If you feel that on your heart, you see all the trees down in Hartzell right now. To take a chainsaw and go help him clean up some limbs, that's service, okay? And don't, don't try to get no glory out of it. Don't take, here's a selfie. Look, I'm helping people today. <laughs> As a lot of people do. they gotta, they got to post how, how much they're helping people. Well, that, that doesn't matter. Then you make it about you again instead about Jesus. So so let's be more conscious of that as we go on. Y'all stand this morning. And for those that were hoping we get done by eleven thirty, we're done we'll be done by eleven thirty, okay? But again, JJ mentioned it this morning or said it already in his devotion it again, if Jesus is not Lord of your life, today is the day to make that right. You cannot serve others as Jesus did unless Jesus is where he needs to be in your heart. You cannot live the life that he's called to live if Jesus is not where he needs to be in your life. And the sad thing about it is if he's not and you know he's not, if you go out and something happens, you won't spend eternity with him. It's blatant. It's cold. You can say what you want to, but that's what the Word of God says. And, and so Jesus wants to be there for us. He wants to be Lord of your life. All you've got to do is ask Him and let Him. If you've walked away in your relationship and it's become all about you, it's just a prayer. It's just asking God, hey, forgive me of these things. Come cleanse me like I need to be and be Lord of my life again. Let Him back in. Stop playing, as we talked about, being that lukewarm Christian. Stop playing around with those things. It's, it's, it's a deadly game that we play when we do that because we don't know what tomorrow holds. So stop doing that. Don't and, and remember, you are what Jesus says about you, right? You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are that. If you're a child of God, that's who you are. So these things that we deal with each and every day in our life, we're still going to deal with them when we become a Christian. We know that. But we have somebody else, something else to help us every day. We don't have to do them on our own. We can look to Him. We can look to Jesus. If you have any need right now, come and we'll pray and believe God for it, that he work and move in your life.